Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your number one source for all things Final Fantasy TCG, sponsored by Ultimate Guard. How could I have been so stupid? It was right in front of my face this whole time. From the moment she walked into my office a couple weeks ago, I should have known. Come to find out, she was working with them the entire time. Faking her death. Leaving all of us with our heads just the wrong way around. It wasn't until I got word from Constable McCreary that she was alive and well. But then the chief gave us a warrant. And now she's behind bars, serving 25 to life. And that's how we're going to talk about Riku being banned on the next episode of the RVA Returners podcast. Guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Chris Adams. Not with me this week. Uh, he's feeling a little under the weather. Uh, Adam Lane will not be joining us this week. But with me on the case, as always, John Schreiner. John, say hi to everybody. Well, hello, everybody. Excellent. We've got a special guest with us today. Uh, newest member of uh, the, the, the detective team. Now, don't, don't, don't take that the wrong way. You know, Nick, Nick has always been around. But, you know, on this podcast, he goes by Constable kitty mccreary <laughs> and that's uh that 90s guy mr steal your girl uh envy game zone nick chanel say hi to everybody hello guys you, you may you may have gotten actually like the the longest introduction of any <laughs> guest on our podcast i know and breaker I, I, of chains mother of dragons <laughs> that's right well i i just can't believe it's been this long you haven't been on our podcast yet which is a shame yeah i've never been on here yeah, I mean, we, we've done the Breakfast Club, you know, we've done that, which we really need to get back in the habit of that. You know, we have the chat. We, I literally speak with you every day, but we haven't had you on the cast. And that, that hurts my soul. Mine too. Yeah, but, as, but when I found that now. out, it seemed impossible. It seemed like a wrong Dude, that had to be righted. There, there's a few people that haven't been on here yet. Uh, now we've broken the, the shell with Nick. Uh, Matt Rice has not been on yet. What? Uh, Next week. Yeah. Matt Rice. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, we, this we is in our power to fix. If you're out there and it's your dream, let us know. Yeah, we're all about having guests, man. The more the merrier. But, uh, you know, we've got a lot to talk about this week. There was uh, some LQs, you know, some notable names got their Nats invites, uh, you know, killing memes in the process. Um, we had a Japanese Crystal Cup. Um, we just finished uh, European Nats. Um and we had a, a major shakeup this week in the game. So, you know, we're going to dive into all that here in a second. But, uh, Nick, I know you're, you know, you're with us here, but I know you've got to go to locals here soon. So you won't be able to stick around for the whole cast. But, you know, yeah, we appreciate the fact that you're, you're constantly on the grind. You know, you, you are a consummate champion. But, uh, yep. you know, how have you been otherwise? Uh, I've been good. Um, just pretty much hitting every LQ possible, trying to get a couple of our buddies, their, uh, invites, they keep getting top four and second place. Because uh... we know that field, don't we? <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. I can't, I can't beat that drum enough. <laughs> Actually, just yesterday, uh, Chris and Tracy were both in top four. They were on separate sides of the bracket and they both mm -hmm. lost in top four. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard because uh, that was uh, that was up in Maryland. Uh, Curtis actually ended up winning that LQ, but we'll we'll dive into that here in a minute. And um, yeah, that sucks. I, yeah. I every every time I hear that story, like it's like a Vietnam helicopter moment for me. <laughs> like I, I just I just picture my buddy laying on the side of the jungle with his his guts spewing out. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. But you know what? But we're gonna get to all that. And John, you know where you're where we're going. Nick, I think you have an idea of where we're getting ready to go. And because you're our special guest, I'm going to let you tell us where we're going to next. I think Kitty McCreary might know. Might be oh, yeah? The, might be the news. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. 
can. All right, all right. So, John, I want you to keep that on this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Then, then I want you to keep that on and then go into the sound bite. Yes, please. Okay. You got please, it. You got please it. and thank you. You got it. That is, that is classic. Oh, jeez. I wanted to help him find his bearings, you know. Like, he's, he's usually on the other side. <laughs> so, you know. You, maybe yeah, I, maybe you didn't know that we don't actually get to hear the sound effects. So no. <laughs> that is true. But, but now we do. We do now. Yeah, with with we the do. new four four D stereo system implemented here by the THX THX surround sound. Yeah. But that's how we used to do it. That's how we used to do it. But uh, first up, uh, let's talk about all of these LQs. Um, and you know, Nick, you kind of led in with the one that was in Maryland. Um, now did you go to that one or? Yeah, I, I was there with them. Um, oh, you were? Okay. Yeah, so tell us how the whole, whole event was. It was, what, 17, 18 players, I think, is what it was? I heard 18, and then I started hearing 17, so I mm-hmm. it's one of them. I'm not 100% positive. There's a kidnapping. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> Fair <laughs> um, enough. So uh, what, were the, what, what were your boys on? Tracy and uh, Chris, were they on the typical uh, the mono ice list that y'all have been playing here? or? Yeah, all three of us were on the identical list, so we usually change... We have two slots we still can't decide on that get changed almost every LQ. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend, we ran two of the Summon Choking Terra, I kind of call it, from Obus 1. Yeah. And then uh, we changed those two to a third Azur Dragon and one Sidostine this week. Okay. So it we didn't like it worked out pretty okay. Yeah, no, no. It's um The rest of the list is just really consistent, and it's... um. I, I know a lot of people play Glacia and like there's Alaris and all that, but we have stuck to the Shivas around here, the, the six Shiva package, for so long just because there are so many weird lightning aggro decks and just, just different weird stuff that most ice can't deal with. Just around here, and I, I think John can vouch for that, how weird some of the decks are around here. There's a lot of Scions too. Yeah. So it's like sometimes these people are like, oh, you're playing ice, and they stay jamming all their forwards, and then we know our go-to is just sit back and start shielding people and then catch up. So, Well, and also, too, right, um, just to kind of dive in on that, that also really helps in the mirror because now you can get over these 10K orphans, these 10K Sid Alsteins, by having all those Shivas in the yard. and you're Because play- you're playing the, the Opus 4 one and the one from Opus 8, right, the common one? Yes. They the damage, um, damage. Yeah, they both yeah, deal the damage, damage to a dull forward. Yeah. Yeah, so that definitely helps. Um, you know, I, I can imagine in the mirror, you know, being able to get over some of these larger bodies definitely helps. Because we, we've, you know, we've seen from these events, we've seen sometimes Ice just has a hard time getting certain bodies off the board, mm-hmm. namely yeah. things that are even costed. Yeah, I actually um, played Zaim, uh, I think mm-hmm. round three or four, maybe. He was also playing. Mono ice. It looked more like get the uh, fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. No. Whoa. 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 Stop <laughs> the presses. <laughs> That's right. Sound the alarms, constable. <laughs> he was playing a uh, flans and glasses. It looked like I didn't see any Zalaras, but it was um. <laughs> it was the six package with lock and you know all that. Um. Mm-hmm. And he actually got on board way faster than me with a duke. I think we actually both went like. Duke turn two, so it was kind of a fair game. But then he just started mm-hmm. going off like Salas and Locke. So um like I said before, I knew that you just if, if we're getting pressured and you can't really you know, Dull Freeze and their forward doesn't really work sometimes because they just tempo mm-hmm. you back with their Dull Freeze, so you just kinda sit back and start yep. killing stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I landed a vein really early on he had like Sephiroth Orphan and uh, Azur Dragon. I tapped them all out and then I passed, and then he just like played two forwards. But the huge thing, this is about the Shivas, obviously. So he swings, and I burst the 4CP Shiva, the Opus 8 one, and I look, and I have five backups. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> 10k to Azor Dragon. He's like, 10k? <laughs> we both read it, and I'm like, yeah, it's 5 plus 5. Like, phew. And both of us just, like, sighed. Like, that was disgustingly huge. Oh, yeah. That's big. That is and, absolutely like, big. That's the thing. Like sometimes you just do it for free because they're all, all six of them are ex bursts, and sometimes you draw them and you're like, "My turn is kill your five CP pass." You know, like yeah. that's, mm-hmm. and that's good enough. That's good enough sometimes. Right, right, yeah. But, and you were saying so Tracy and 
Chris both finished. Uh, they were in top four. Um, how many rounds of Swiss were there? So it was five rounds of Swiss only into top four because the players, you know, it was 17 or 18 players. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I think you need like 24, 25 to have a top eight cut, if I'm not mistaken. 24, right. I think, is the number. Right. So Tracy actually 5 0 Swiss. Oh, wow. Um, Chris and I were 3 0. We played each other. Um, and uh, <laughs> he was he was kind of nervous because um, mm-hmm. he, he does get a lot nervous once he starts doing doing really well. And uh, mm-hmm. I was sitting next to Tracy with Chris in front of me, and I pull my modifier deck out. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and I, I draw for turn, and Tracy starts laughing. And he's like, "Does he know?" And I was like, "Shh." And Chris is like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> 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 so it was great. Chris like plays it back with passes, and I go Archangel Red Mage, and I just like put him to seven. And I like signed the slip that like, he beat me because I scooped the the real game. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at but this no, guy. team play. <laughs> I, I beat him with Bono Fire five times. He got up and walked Ouch. outside. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> He's like, "Can you stop?" <laughs> He's gonna be so mad that I'm that I'm talking about this right now. But <laughs> oh, I'm loving every second of it. <laughs> but but anyway, um, oh, enough, enough about that. They both make that's I guess so. That... So they finished top four. Um, what did uh, so? Who did they lose? I know. Well, obviously one of them lost to Curtis clearly because Curtis actually went on to win the whole thing. Um, now he was actually qualified already. Um, so the the qualification passed down to I believe Jonathan Lowe was the mm. guy who actually got the qualification. I want to say he's one of one. He's one of the guys that plays with Muhammad, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know if he plays with Muhammad. He's actually from Delaware. With is with he me. okay? Then maybe not. Then okay. Yeah, he um. I know so, that name. I've heard that name before. I've seen it. Yeah, he um. So it was him against Chris, and then Tracy mm-hmm. against Curtis. Curtis beat Tracy, and then John Lowe is on Mono Wind, and we all knew okay. that that was like almost impossible. It's like almost unwinnable for what we're playing right now. So mm-hmm. kind of sucked, but Chris had to take that one. Mm-hmm. And that's then, unfortunate. Uh, I had to fall on the sword. Yeah, and then uh, so he Jonathan automatically got the invite because Curtis was in the finals with him, and then Curtis beat him, because Fire Ice versus Mono Wind is really tough for Mono Wind also. Yeah, it, it's true. Um, the only the only option they really have, like, and I've, I just know this from jamming that, that matchup through the last couple opuses, Fire Ice beats it pretty clean, unless they have, like, Aerith and Maria out. Then it becomes a bit of a mountain to climb. But now having cards like Emperor Gestalt mean, like, eh, Aerith ain't shit anymore, just kill her, and then yep. I get to play the game like I normally do, so... Yeah, actually, um, every all three games that Curtis and Tracy went to, I think mm-hmm. Curtis Emperor Gestalt, the first forward Tracy played, like he hit an orphan the one time, he hit a Celeste, mm-hmm. just nuking forwards, and then he played a Galdas off of it like the next turn and saged the Galdas. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was smooth draws, man. Oh, and Curtis is in. Yeah, and and the list is, the list is very uh very good because we were actually um, you know, we're playing the, the list that Chris Neal and Okimoto played at Gen Con. Almost card for card. I want to say it is actually card for card. I think I'm playing one card different. Instead of two shadows, I'm on one shadow, one cyan. Just because I think cyan's just a great push card. New and, Japan and I, likes I think, that guy. A lot. It's yeah. actually a good card. I, if there's any card I was the absolute most wrong about in Opus uh, in Opus Nine, it's definitely cyan. Um, I, I I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was ever talking shit about my good buddy, Mister Thou. The card's really, really good. It, it, you treat it like a summon, and it just lets you, you know, really pressure without fear of any sort of crackback. And having like cards like Duncan, Laswell, and Locke attacking with Brave, or even Celis attacking with Brave, or Setzer, dude. Have, like, pretty much every forward in that deck attacking with Brave is just fucking bananas. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like the card's really, really good, and at, at its very worst, it's absolute worst. It's a Category Six turn two CP backup. Yep, and that's all. That's better than most already. But uh, big congratulations to those guys. Sounds like it was a really good event. I wish I could have gone, but Saturdays, you know, I can't do thing on, anything on Saturdays till like October because I'm working. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the only LQ. Um, finally, the the only he was the only world's qu- uh, qualified player without a Nats invite. <laughs> Cody finally broke the chains, and he has got his, he got his uh, Nationals invite this past weekend as well. So anybody who had jokes lined up for the next couple weeks might want to go ahead and put those to bed and find something new to talk shit about. <laughs> There's always something. Yeah. There, there, we'll, yeah, we'll find something. We will definitely find something. Um, 
John, did you have any uh, LQs up in your area that you went to, or is Maryland kind of the central one for you guys? Well, no, it would have been. So there was Maryland, which was like four point something hours, and then there was uh, one on like Plattsburgh, New York. And I'm curious to know if there's anyone there. Uh, in eight minutes, registration opens, and in eight minutes, registration <laughs> will probably close. I don't know why this place got an LQ. The page on Facebook has like literally nobody interested no shares no likes it was like impossible to even find uh wow. i've never heard of people from up there but maybe an upper adirondacks people are coming down from the hills and and uh <laughs> playing in this lq uh, and apologize if uh if you're one of those people and you somehow have internet up there and you're listening to this i'm just no no but really it's a it's like so far away that it's closer to montreal than any other major city oh yeah um wow. and so I, that was like a five-hour drive, and that wasn't happening. So, so can can Canadian players come to America to qualify through LQ? Is that right? We're all I, the same I continent, think I guess. So, I assume they all, can. It's North America. I yeah. would assume. So. In fact, so maybe, I, maybe that was for the folks in Montreal. But that's oh, there's like, LQs in Canada too. I'm forgetting that. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but there's like four. So right, if right. I was them, I'd probably be looking at this one if I lived in that area because mm -hmm. I'm sure there's only one in the Montreal area besides this. So I don't know. But mm -hmm. when I say there was no action, I mean, this thing was like dead on arrival on social media. And <laughs> oh, uh, yikes. yeah, I don't know. But it was not like <laughs> a 10 hour drive on a Sunday, guys. I don't think so. So that's yeah. a hard no. Hard I'm here with no. my coffee watching two major tournaments and talking to two great people instead. So I'm having a good time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready for yeah. next weekend. We got two LQs in the area next weekend. Very close, so. Oh, yeah, very oh, close. Excellent, mm -hmm. excellent. So hopefully uh, the rest of the gang can get qualified. John, I know you're you're chomping at the bit. You're foaming at the mouth. You, next oh. weekend is your weekend, bud. I'm working on it, man. Working on it hard, so thanks. I believe it. I believe it. Um, and I know there are some LQs sprinkled throughout. We've seen people getting their trophies. We've seen people qualifying. You know, congrats to everybody that's won. Um, Nats is really shaping up to be a really good event. Um I, me being there in any capacity is still kind of on the fence. Obviously, you know, I have a desire to want to commentate Nats. Um, that would actually be the only way I'd be able to go because that entire week leading up to Nats is my honeymoon. <laughs> so I've already gotten the, like, the green light. She's like, yeah, if you can commentate, we'll totally make a detour for Los Angeles. And I was like, that's wow. really cool. Yeah. yeah. So Square, so, if you're listening. But, but, but yeah, but but otherwise, like seriously, like we've we've got like plans already made through that weekend. Um, so unfortunately, unless I'm, unless I'm able to commentate, I'm probably not going to be there. Like right now, it's about ninety percent. I'm not going to be there, and that sucks. But ladies I will and be, gentlemen, you know, if that's the best color so, commentator oh. in the game is right here. Oh. He's right here at your disposal. You could have him for the low low price of inviting him to Nets. <laughs> yeah. A phone call. A phone yeah. call. <laughs> this man could be. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, like a, like a triple A pitcher ready to he get. He could call be on your team. Leagues. He'll wear your jersey. He'll, he'll fly your flag. He doesn't care. He'll do it. I do it for the, for the love of the game. The He'll do it. The game. Come on, it's you true. can't get better. This is, this is, A plus quality grade A beef. You could have. <laughs> this is Angus, sir. That's Black right. Black Angus. Black Angus. So, there we Speaking go. We put, put the plug in for you. Oh, Speaking thanks, guys. Jersey, if mm -hmm. I may interrupt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw Curtis with a beautiful RV Returners hoodie on, it looked like. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the merchandise game is actually, uh, we're stepping that up. We've got a t-shirt with a new design on it. Uh, that design is what's also on the hoodies as well. So, yeah, the, 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 we're, 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 uh, we're taking the meta potion route, man. I, you know, we're thinking about doing hats as well, that kind of stuff. Like, so, you know, the, the, merch, the, the merch game is stepping up. Okay. All right, it's available if you're looking for one. We can, yeah, we can get it, you that it link. Is. It, yeah, I am very that hot link, hot off the press. Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> He'll ship it. That's right. But so I think you know, you know, moving on past LQs, which you know, again, congratulations to everybody that made it. Um, we had two really solid events this weekend. We had, um, I want to say, it was it the 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 Ice Crystal Cup in Japan. The Ice Crystal Cup in Japan. Yes. Yep, Ice Crystal Cup, and then we had. Um, European Nationals this weekend. Um, again, I had to work, so I and the then the time is so off. I missed pretty much all of the Japanese Crystal Cup. I know it was streaming, and I'll have to go back and watch it today. Um, but John, you've got some info here. You got the inside scoop there, uh, Lois Lane. 
Tell us what you got. Tell us, uh, I know you said uh, it was Mono Wind that won the event? That's right. So we had uh, Kurosawa was playing Mono Wind, and it was pretty much, if not card for card, it looks very, very close to JFB's Mono Wind list. You know, we're using the 12 package to accelerate our backups, the FFCC package. Uh, Everybody with this really high ninja and archer count right now trying to, you know, just put that bitch in her place. Um, you know, we got a lot of these, a lot of these similarities in uh, Mono Windex that are very quickly starting to dominate a lot of tournaments. So, um, And Mono Wind did win. In second place, though, was Fire Ice, which also started to have a very, very large comeback of appearances this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Fire now, Ice 6 Now, list. what was his list looking like? Was it a very, like, the Japanese lists tend to be a little bit different when it comes to Fire Ice. Still very 6-focused, but, like, the the tech choices are always extremely different. Well, Chris, I'll tell you right now, because I've got it pulled up right here okay. on my screen. So he had uh, Furians in the deck, which I think is something we kind of go back and forth on, but they love Furian yep. over there. Um, he has mm-hmm. one ghost. Wait, which Furion? Is uh, the, two sorry, 2CP like... starter Furion. Okay, yeah. okay, the EX Furion, Burst okay. 2000. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one ghost. So that's interesting. Um, he has two Duncan, two Sabin, the four drop cell is just so because some people flip up on those choices. We did see a couple decks that had the forward, uh, two CP forward Sabin getting played in the Japanese sure. tournament over the weekend. It was very interesting. Um, he is playing three Nail, which is, you know, that's just happening now. And three Sephiroths, yeah. which is not always in the, the Ice Fire decks. Then his summon package is Phoenix is gone entirely. We've got three new Belias, one old Belias, and two Glazias. And then, like we were talking okay. about before, our backup line has a Cyan on it. One Cyan, one Shadow, two Vivi, it's two Arlie, Edward, and then backup Setzer. So we uh, we played the backup Setzer. We skipped the forward. Probably makes sense for playing Sephiroth, too, and some of these yeah. higher-end cards. And um, he's only got one Genesis, which is probably the hottest take in this whole list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and awesome. the backup Cyan is... is Probably also, like we were just saying, it's a good card, but that would have maybe been something that was pretty different about this list. Um, mm-hmm. He's not playing any Sages. He's not really going, like, all-in. But it makes sense with one Genesis that we're not playing as many Sages. And stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was an interesting list. Um, it was very, very close. Some good games, if you want to check them out. That's on YouTube. It's pretty hard to find, because you have to, like, get YouTube to give you Japanese video results. <laughs> But we can, uh, the links are on Facebook and we can share it for some people if you need them. Just let me know. Absolutely. So that's definitely something I want to check out there. So, uh, so the, the, the world's picture starting to shape up over there as well. And, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of talk about, you know, the deck archetypes here, you know, that we see winning, you know, we're going to kind of talk, you know, touch about, you know, touch that in the main topic. Cause that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Um, now the other event, um, was European nationals guys, did y'all get a chance to watch this at all? I know I did. I was watching the finals today and a little bit of a uh, little bit of top eight today. Yeah, we were watching the finals this morning at least together. Yeah. Indeed. So once again, once again, this what the third or fourth major event now where it was wind water versus mono ice in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. went the same way. <clears throat> once again, went the exact same way. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, overall, I will say a uh, big congratulations to I believe it was Sam Jack that won the event mm-hmm. not to be confused with samuel l jackson i believe uh isn't uh <laughs> isn't sam part of the uh the young unit team isn't he part of that group yep. yyt yeah okay yeah big uh big congratulations to him uh really really solid uh deck it looked like very very much what we're used to seeing now this wild man was also playing light terra in his list I yeah he sure that, was yeah. he sure yeah, was i mean why not? It'll get you the summon you need when you need it. Uh, it's searchable off a of Setzer. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I and, mean... And... No, go ahead. Go ahead, please. I was well, going to say, share, if share you... Share your thoughts with us. If you really want your summons, you know, if you've got a summon that is just only good at that, you know, perfect time, which there are a lot of conditional stuff, like Zalera. I mean, you're basically like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, you finally played that, that guy. It's very affordable to play Terra and Zalera with the five backups. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice, no, true. but um, I think that's probably his number one play. I would have to imagine because otherwise, you're super telegraphing anything else, and it's easy for them to play around most of Ice's summons if they know you have it. It's true. 
It is oh, true. Yeah. And another thing, too, because um, also going back to his top four match, he was also in a mono ice mirror. Um, the other gentleman that was playing, his name was Samuel. I can't remember his last name. Samuel something. It did begin with an S. I know that. Um, he was also he was playing Emperor Gestal in his mono ice list. Again, another utility card that's searchable off a of forward setzer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm I like that. I like seeing because you know, and granted, they're still both running three copies of Azure Dragon, which could lead to you know. I mean, there's gonna be nothing worse than when you swing, flip that, and you flip the Gestal or you flip the Terra. That that's kind of rough, right? When that happens. But I think if it's just one each, you don't really have to worry about that. Dude, can but we I talk like these... about how in mm-hmm. Japan they're playing Azure Dragon in the fucking like some people were playing it in their Ice Fire list. Oh and I boy. was like I was like, oh my goodness. And there were people who were like like uh in the second to last round. Like people who definitely made day two. I don't know how they did a draft, right? But people who definitely made day two, like and I'm watching on stream, like Azure Dragon gets played to the field in a dual color deck and I'm thinking what? He attacks and reveals an ice card. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I guess. You know, like, I, if it was me, it would be a fire card every time. And I'm like, he can't oh, yeah, yeah. Just discard any card. He can only discard ice cards to do. But, like, I mean, shit, sure enough, there it was. Turning sideways and giving him cards every turn. And it was, uh, I'm like, man, he played it and he, like, played a sage and gave it haste and attacks and gets an ice card. I was Jeez, like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. I mean, <laughs> wow. You did the thing. Yeah, it seems pretty good, I guess. Um, no, I'm telling you, they're, play, they're playing a different game over there, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, though, to see it work. I mean, it would never work for me, but got that well, guy today, too. Well, dude, can we talk about that card for a minute? Um, sure. Now, Nick, are, are you guys running three of in your list? Yeah, we have converted. I was on two originally because it just, I'm sure everyone can relate. It doesn't do anything when it enters, and it's like the only five or more card in the deck that doesn't do anything when it enters. Mm-hmm. But. It is worth. It's like Barrett. It's worth just sitting the guy there, and then if they don't have anything, it goes off. Dude, I straight yeah. lost to uh, hitting them into burst against Ice like multiple times. Oh yeah, that's nuts too. Just I'll just draw a card when you hit me, yeah. like Windwater. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy, right? Because I I think that's going to be the next card we see spike because every Ice list is running three. And right now, it's still a very moderately priced legend. You can still get them for right around the tens, the ten mark, uh, ten or less is like what your average. Right around you know eight to ten is what you're seeing. Um, right. So if you don't have them, I highly recommend getting them now before yeah. they shoot up to like fifteen to twenty because they're gonna, oh, they're yeah. absolutely gonna. So get them now. Get them while they're hot. The chow bell is ringing. Get them while it's hot. Yeah, See, quick, and I, so. I really like the card design on it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just slow enough where you can't complain that it's broken, but yeah. when it starts attacking, that's yeah. a broken card. You know, like, that's what you would call it. Like, if it did it oh, on its absolutely. enter... <sighs> but the, unfortunate. The, the card design that I like most about it is if you also look at all the ice decks, they're playing three of this, mm-hmm. and then you can't play a lot of darker light cards, so now you're seeing zero Veritas and then zero Renoa. Yep. There's no Renoas in any of these ice lists if you guys look because there's no Veritas mm-hmm. and you don't really want to Renoa your dragon. You can't. It doesn't do anything. You know? Yeah, exactly. You Renoa Sephiroth is really like the best. Yep. The only yeah, crazy thing to do. Yeah. So right. it actually and, and... pulled Veritas out of the deck, which is actually really interesting to me. Yeah. So maybe maybe a it, it, this, it, going back to kind of that shift we're getting ready to see coming up here soon, at least in my opinion. Again, we'll dive more into that. But uh, moral of the story, get your Azure Dragons now if you don't have them. Highly recommend it. Um, but overall, you know, really, really solid events. Uh, you know, I know JFB made top four at this event. He was playing um, he was playing a Earthwind deck, like Earthwind with like Porum and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say a little bit of a, a little bit of Carbuncle in there as well. Um, Yurianger well, too, yeah. Like Yurianger, uh, Noctis, all kinds of stuff. So The deck was yeah, called JFB. Bunkle. So I imagine it's carbuncle based, but the interesting thing is he literally had one carbuncle. Oh yeah. He's like that convinced yeah. of, like the recursion and stuff on it is just going to be and That's really neat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The dude's on another level, man. That dude's building decks on Jupiter while we're we're just sitting here <laughs> building building our jank. But but overall, man, like the events were really good. Like the world's picture, everything is really just starting to shape up. Um and it's all coming to a head. I know Worlds is in November. Nationals is at you know it, what, let two months away, less than two months away. Yeah. So, oh, 
You know, I can't wait to see how just the competitive scene is going to be this year. Um, and speaking of which, it will definitely be different come Arizona because, guys, we got another band this week. The yeah. world's parted, the sunshine came down, and our girl Riku got the boot. Effective September 13th, if I'm not mistaken, the day before Arizona. Yeah, the day before Arizona. Yep. So, guys, what do you think? Do you think this? Do you think it's uh, it's it was the right move? Do you think maybe something else should have been taken care of, or maybe something else in conjunction with Riku? Let's talk. Let's talk about this, boys. Nick can go first. Yeah, Nick, lead off, man. Sure. Okay. So, I hear a lot of different people, and obviously everyone talks about this, and we have around our locals mm-hmm. too. That. It it could have been like obviously the the deck was oppressive and there was mm-hmm. a clear issue, so yeah, it's not unbeatable, but it's just like Turbo did. It's just the fact that it exists. You can't even play like seventy percent of the card pool because you're like, oh well, if I build this deck, it beats a bunch of stuff. But if they're just gonna kill all my dudes and mill me every turn, I can't play the game. And yep, it's funny because like you you'd think aggro would beat that, but if you aggro them. It's even worse. And then mm-hmm. a slow discard deck also doesn't really get there because you're playing too slow. So you need like aggro and discard to kind of yep. consistently beat the Windwater deck. But um, in, in general, I know I've heard a lot of people say it should have been Valfour. Mm-hmm. But I think that... So obviously Valfour is an amazing card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that's most of the reason that archetype is good outside of Pain and Riku. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you take the Valfour away, sure, it's it's not free, it doesn't gain them CP anymore. But then, mm-hmm. to be fair, they do have no way to kill a board of 8Ks at that point. Yeah, they lose like, a lot. You could go Fina Chalinka, but that's only 7K. You know, mm-hmm. so, to, like, I think that they at least, it's fair to have the Fina-Valfour mm-hmm. um, combo. Because you need to be at a lot of backups to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Yep. But but anyway, like Yuna, I think I think banning Yuna too would hurt Mono Water, and mm-hmm. because there's not a replacement two CP Yuna that's like not as good like there is for Riku, mm-hmm. so I think this was the right call. And it's also because it's not like you lost because of Val Four or Yuna value; you lost by losing your deck because they just Riku'd every turn. They didn't have to play the game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they didn't just Riku you once every turn. It was three to five <laughs> on average. Yeah, right, because oh, yeah. if they just and... wipe your board, that's not a win condition, right? And right, because the they're was... drawing way more cards than you are. Right, so we talked about this on the cast, literally right before this happened, it's pretty funny. We were saying how the fact that Riku, like, obviously, there are two win conditions of Final Fantasy, because mm-hmm. they know that milling somebody, you know, somebody drawing out their deck, or unable to draw a card, um, it's, it's almost a punishment, right? It's not like a prize they want you to chase. It's like, hey, yeah, you drew through your whole deck and you didn't finish the game, so it's like, you lose. Um, yep. And, like, sure, they built all these cards that have this mill strategy. And Riku is a card from Opus 1. This card's three years old. And what happened is they, they like never intended for her to single-handedly be a win con. And yep. if you took every single mill card in the whole game and put them together in a deck, it would not even mill faster than the Riku deck would mill. Like, mm-hmm. and, and yep. it wouldn't even be kind of close to viable. So that means to me that Riku is operating outside of the scope that she was intended for, and that's a perfectly fair reason to ban a card. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I and mean, like Valfour was activating the exact same amount of backups when they printed it, so yep. Riku is doing a lot more than they ever, like, tested or planned for her to do, I think. Yeah, my, my argument before was like they could make Riku say only once per turn, and I think it would be a lot better, a lot more fair. Mm-hmm. But I know they have said in the past that they don't really like to errata. They would just rather get rid of the card, right? Well, erratas are very dangerous. It's a, it's like mm-hmm. a super... It's like a ten times more slippery slope than banning cards is. So right. it's safer to just not touch that and to keep you know banning things consistent, basically. Mm-hmm. No, agreed. And I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat that you guys are in. I think it needed to go. It, she is very much punching outside of her weight class. And the fact that more cards keep getting printed that just allowed you to abuse it more. Um, I'm, I'm fine with cards being exploited, but in a game with a 50-card deck where you're drawing at least two cards a turn, it 
it, it kind of accelerates things in a way that it sh shouldn't have. Like you said, it's a, you know, milling, losing the deck out is a punishment, not, you know, a, a proper win con. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so I, I think it's good. I, I think it's good that that happened. Um, now the next half of this, do you think there should have been any other cards? Um, because with that being said, you know, we're going to kind of answer that question using the segue into our main topic here. How, now that Riku's going to be gone as of September 13th, do we see a shift in the meta or, or do we see just kind of ice decks just kind of dominate here? Because um, it seems like ice, you know, when you when you take a card like this, because this was the card that I felt like, or Wind Water is kind of like the the boogeyman of the format right mm -hmm. it's the deck you you need to be able to beat it if you're going to a major tournament if you can't you probably shouldn't be playing the deck that you're playing but now that you know this card's out of here we're still going to see wind water but now it's got to play in a more honest game now and i think mono ice just feasts on that if they have to play an honest game mono ice just licks their chops and they just enjoy <laughs> enjoy the free win so I think so. the the people that get the shackles broken right off of them here, and, and everybody jumps to mono water, but I don't even think it's that. The thing is, in this mm -hmm. game right now, we have aggressive decks, we have mid-range decks, and we have a single late-game deck, and it is when water milling you. Like That yep. is the only deck that benefits from basically going through their entire deck, right? Yep. And we have all of those, like, Earth... X decks, all those crazy combo-y, like, late game, any anything, like, really clever just gets mm -hmm. super punished by Riku. I think yeah. that there's a lot of space for those decks and for more, like, different styles of control to come back. Uh, but I think that those kinds of decks also are the hardest to, like, build and test and mm -hmm. will take a little bit of time. I, so I don't think it'll be, like, an overnight. In fact, I think what you'll actually have is, like, uh, if, like, all the kids came into the classroom the next day and somebody just took all the desks and completely rearranged them. Like, instead of a grid, they're just, like, a circle. And they all walk into yeah. class and they're like, where am I supposed to sit? <laughs> like, I understand, like, I understand the context of the classroom, but, like, which one's my chair? I don't get, like, how this is... Like, it's like, okay, so we're all going to show up in Arizona and we're going to think we know, like, what's going on, but we're not going to know until it happens, I think, exactly what the ripple effects look like. And by the way, John, you just named the podcast. It's called Which One's My Chair? <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <clears throat> I'm writing it down. No, like, so, please do. So the question is, now, be because it is going to be it is going to be an unknown at first, but I do think so, you know, things are eventually going to settle. And I think right now, if you're going into Arizona, I think your safe, bet, your safe bets would probably be Mono Ice, Fire Ice, or Mono Wind. I, I wouldn't I couldn't see myself on any deck. Maybe Earth Ice. I could easily see Earth Ice possibly working its way back into the fold. What do you guys think? Do you think um these are the safe bets? And with that being said, and I'm I'm gonna add a second part to this question that you guys can answer. Should anything else have kind of gotten looked at on a ban list to go with Riku? So Nick, we'll start with you. Okay, yeah. Um so I'll I'll touch on this and then I do have to go after this. But uh okay. You actually hit right on the head what I was going to say. So, in, in my ice bias, or at least my experience with the deck in this format, these last two formats, um, ice can't consistently beat mono wind. Mm -hmm. Period. I mean, most builds, like, it's just not a good matchup. Um, ice on average, I think ice on average beats the, the regular wind water decks, not. Mm -hmm. Not the things that are heavily teched towards ice. Like John has a good build, <coughs> excuse me, that definitely gives us a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. But the normal wind water list that you see, you know, like top in and everything, I think ice has at least a 50 50 on it, especially if you know the matchup really easily mm -hmm. and you know exactly what cards they're playing. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, you can see in all these like regionals wins and stuff, ice kind of knocked out wind water even still with Riku. So now it seems like everyone's just going mono wind instead. And now it's mm -hmm. flipped over. Like mm -hmm. I, I personally can't find even find a way to beat Mono Wind with Mono Ice. So the obvious answer, like you said, is Fire Ice. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the deck is fragile and you don't get there, and then Wind catches up with six forwards and you lose. <laughs> mm -hmm. So then that's where I think Ice Earth is also a very good choice because you can play the fair slow game with Mono Wind 
and you can edge them out with your Cecils and your your big Veritas and your all your good cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, the second half of that, before before you skedaddle, should any other cards, in your opinion, gotten the axe with Riku? Okay, so I'm very, I'm very weird about bans. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's a slippery slope for sure. Right. It's it's tough because like I think the more sets keep going, Riku is going to get worse and worse. That's an obvious mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see that, but then you also see like I just said. I see everyone just slaughtering all the wind water decks with mono ice. So maybe we did find an answer to it like like quickly. Mm-hmm. But I mean there's always there's always the best card or cards like now you got your radar on legs of Dane. I see people saying Fina and Bart should be banned because they do way too much, but it's it's only because like the card that was doing the most just got banned. So now everyone's like, "All right, the next card that does way too much stuff for its CP cost is like Bart's and Zidane, right? But that's like our opinion of stuff that does too much for its CP cost, and all of those exactly. cards do exactly what they're designed to do. Riku exactly. I, went outside of her design space, I think. Is... No, I agree completely. That, that, that's that's my point, actually. Like there were, <laughs> yeah. there were there was someone actually at our locals who was very upset at like Porum and our, and our wind mm-hmm. decks we were playing, and mm-hmm. I had to explain like. So Porum is, is I mean, obviously a good card, but do you see right. no one has said anything bad about Porum in a long time now? Yeah. Like, it's just, we're over it. You know, that, that's not the the ban the car, like the, the boogeyman it is. Mm-hmm. But then I had this guy tell me, like, Bart should be banned because it's unfair, it's free. And I was like, look, you got to be on five backups for this card to be free, first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how card games work. It, you, you can't let them get to five backups and then do whatever they want with seven cards in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's just how true. it is. John said it perfect to me earlier. I think it was off off of the cast, but he said Wind has no early game, so you have mm-hmm. to play all of your early game against them because they're going to win the long game, and that that's fine that an element has that. Wind and Water mm-hmm. are usually going to win the end game, so sometimes you have to just win before you get to the end game. You know. Mm-hmm. I was I was almost a haiku, Nick. Well done. <laughs> well done. It was poetry in motion, sir. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with that. Um. It, me personally, I, I I don't think anything is you know should be kind of put under the microscope yet. Um, I think there are cards that are now going to be punching outside of their weight class. Um, like as much as he's my probably one of my favorite cards in the game, do we start looking at you know cards like in the six engine? Do we start looking at Lock again? Because you know Lock for a long time was like that card does way too much. The card nah. does way too much. But I, I, I don't think so. I think the card does exactly what he's supposed to do. Um, just because we're seeing him more and more now. Again, this is just these are just rumblings I've heard. I think with Riku out of here, I think the deck become the game becomes a lot more fair. But I've heard people complaining that Garland Nine could be a huge problem early for mm. some of these decks moving forward. But you know, people know how to play around him already. I think that's the thing, right? We, these cards I'm mentioning are kind of in the same weight class as Porum, right? Mm-hmm. The cards are clearly really, really good, but they're not going to hate fuck you out of a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Garland, maybe... might. Garland absolutely <laughs> might, but you know. like maybe let's stop just giving things like sweeping generalizations and like and just right. things are either broken or or should be banned or are bad. Like like how about there's just a shitload of good cards and there's a ton of right. different ways decks can look and things that can be good and bad and correct. And, you know, absolutely. Hey, it turns out there's a uh, it's pretty intricate, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and there are people I, who like... know more than us that are designing this stuff. <laughs> Can I have one closing statement? And then I definitely sure have to can. go. All right. Sure so can. the last thing I will touch on outside of mm-hmm. bands, I do think that wind can do too many things and has mm-hmm. too many really insane cards that are just like, I played this one card into play. Now deal with it with you. Have, you like can't deal it. You know, there's like Aerith, <clears throat> you stole. There's a bunch of cards that are like, I'm going to play it and it's going to do something insane. Whereas, mm-hmm. Other elements have to combo different things with it, or you have to build up to certain cards. Mm-hmm. So, all I all I have to say is, wind does does everything that the game has, including dull freeze and yuri. And then, for example, fire and lightning only have one or two things that they do, and all of their mm-hmm. cards say it, and it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Pretty That's much true. as a, as a generalization, There's like an fire identity problem for sure with right. Wind. Fire can burn everything, and you can't block. And some haste, and a little bit of ex, but the burn ex is like, don't kill anything. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. 
But so, no, I, I agree with you 100. percent I th- I think wind wind has all the tools. Ice has a lot of tools. Fire, when you add ice to the mix, has a lot of tools. Right. But I think everybody kind of falls short in some areas, except except for wind. It's I like there are some people who have like the nice craftsman set, and there are people who use like the ten dollar Home Depot starter hammer, and like yep. Yeah, you want the guy with all the nice tools, all the really nice, shiny, nice tools. They, you know, they get the job done much more consistently, much easier. It's true. It's true. It's very, very true. And Nick, if you have to jet, we definitely appreciate having you on. Um, you know, Thanks for coming. Uh, you, you said you're going to an LQ, right? No, uh, just our, just our locals. We're about uh, to just locals. grind all day. Heard that, man. Well, y'all slam it. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate having you on, and uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you later this afternoon. Yeah, I probably talked to both of you. I appreciate you guys having me. Of course, yeah, Nick. No we appreciate you coming by. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks now. for stopping bye. by, Constable. Thanks for dropping the evidence off. Constable Kitty. McQuarrie out. <laughs> McQuarrie McQuarrie out. I love it. All right. All right. So John. So John. Now, now to kind of just kind of pick up. Where, now that where, he's where out of here. here. <laughs> I mean, no, sorry. So now that he's out of now, here. Now that this jerk's out of here. <laughs> no, just kidding, Nick. If you're listening <laughs> later. <laughs> oh, you know we will be. You got me. So. Yeah. So where we where we were kind of going with this now, John? What are your thoughts? What do you expect to kind of see? Where do you expect to see the meta kind of go? You know, outside of the circle of chairs in the classroom, yeah. and do you think there was anything else that maybe sh- should be looking at banning just to kind of kind of balance the scales if they need balancing? Talk to me, John. Give us your opinion. I think moving the chairs around was enough of a change, and maybe we should just let the kids adjust to that before we change anything else. Sure. I don't think you need Absolutely. to, you know change out the chalkboard for a whiteboard just yet you know maybe <laughs> maybe not sink any more money in upgrades no but really it's uh it, you riku like we said she was banned she was the first card actually that when they described to us why they banned her they said hey this card's kind of doing something we didn't expect it to do right yep. um and i don't think that any other cards right now are doing something that they didn't expect them to do so no i don't mm-hmm. think anything else is going to get banned right now yep um, I think that she was an easy decision. I don't think it was a decision about what is the most powerful deck or, oh no, she's going to win everything. I think that's just the sky is falling mentality that we gave to the situation. I think that I they agree. just see Riku and they're like, yeah, that's probably, you know, we, we should nip that in the bud and there's no reason to wait. So that's what happened. Try strike while the iron is hot as it yeah. were. And I think Especially that Riku when they were all there at Gen Con, and then can, events continued to happen where right. it's like, hey, this, this ship needs to stop. Um, and as far as the deck thing, like I said, I think that it, it really is something that's people are going to tell you that they know the mm-hmm. answer, and they're liars because yep. everything is going to change in a way that you, is is very very difficult to predict, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where it's actually kind of hard to test. Like, you just have to test against what you think is good. Like, ice and wind are not going to get any worse, right? Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, there are definitely decks like, you know, these ice and these wind decks, they're not really worrying about their field getting Shantotoed right now. I mean, how many Shantotos have you seen on stream in the last couple weeks? Oh, like, not a lot. Like, I, Earth think... is scared, man. People aren't even trying it. Like, and when people don't try the decks and they don't test the decks, because why would you? I wouldn't want to put a lot of time into like a slow deck like any earth water deck you know how much i love the earth water late game decks dude right now hell no no way people are walking around with six fanfrits and milling my whole deck out i can't afford to play these guys you know it's um i think that a lot of the people who the tinkerers the the builders the people who are Mm -hmm. deep deep in the in the fruit by the foot lab behind like you know i I wish that i could have like the uh the six different doors opening like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like the uh the springfield power plant you know you got to get all the different right. doors open. Um, well, because I, f- I feel like we're going to have, like, because, uh, you know, like you said about Shantoto, we're going to start seeing decks with her kind of pop back up. And I feel like she's just kind of, like, sitting on her front porch Rambo style, listening to Old Town Road before the, uh, like, the colonel comes in, says, we need you. <laughs> we need you one last time. Shantoto, we, we were wrong. We need you. <laughs> we need you. We're get sorry. You abandon your machete. We're sorry. You were ever on the witch hunt list. We've taken That's you right, off now. <laughs> so does so does this mean now we need like Rambo alt art Shantotos with like the headband and like the big machine gun? Shantoto used to be on the top ten most wanted, but now she's she's not on the list anymore. It's Riku and and <laughs> Balfour and Yuna, and they're like Shantoto. We're sorry, we we have to. <laughs> it's a blacklist it's like a style crime situation. Yeah, pyramid. it's like a crime family pyramid. And Shantoto's like top now. She has a big X on her. I always knew you'd come to me. 
So things with Riku got out of hand. You thought uh, the Riku, you'd be able to control things. You thought that you, you thought that you had a, a horse in the Riku race. But what happened when Yuna turned against you? That's right. And Riku and yeah, Riku left with everything you had, and I knew you'd come crawling back. Mono Ice so was not the, enough. So the answer is yes. Yeah, I'll they come back. yeah they hired the uh, the mercenary Mono Ice. <laughs> so. That's right. And then the chief comes to us like the Thanos. What did it cost you? Everything. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Off uh, the rails. I love it. But it's... But no. <laughs> go, but, go I, I, I agree, but I agree with what you were saying. Like, it does... Like, the, 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 the town's been liberated. The shackles are off. Now people can start... They can come outside and, and see the sun. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, for a while, because, you know... I've been wanting to like jam some yellow cards, but like every, up until now, every time I've been putting a deck together with yellow cards, it's like, oh, this shit just can't. I I can't win fast enough to not get milled out. Yeah, what happens when they fan for it? Everything I play, pretty much, I lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you like can't. Like you're, you're like, oh man, Larkisius, Galdez, Luminous Puma. Oh, look at all these awesome infinite chain. Oh, just kidding. They milled me. I lose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so I, I think her being gone does open a lot of things back up, and I I really can't wait to see, you know, where it goes. But I I I think like at first, you know, because people will be discombobulated, they're they're not going to know where they're sitting. Where am I sitting? I would expect to see. Yeah, what? Where can I sit next to you? How about you? And you're like, oh so man, I, she's I, like I think... Sean. Sean has just been leaving his gum under this desk all goddamn year, and now I have to That's sit right. at his desk. Where did my desk That's go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're sitting over at Jeremy H's seat. Oh, great! He's his is wobbly, dude. He doesn't have. I took the time to put like a paper under mine. Now his chair is fucking. Exactly. <laughs> but 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 the four cool kids: mono wind, mono ice, fire ice, and the mysterious new kid, earth ice, who's not really Transfer the new student. kid. <laughs> right. But I I really think that if I was going to if I was going to Arizona, I'd be on one of those four. Personally, I'd be on Fire Ice. Um, I think that's where I where I'd want to be right now, just because you do have the option now. You you can use the reach that the deck has with a nail. Um, so again, kind of bring it back around to you know you said the Japanese list had three nails. That card is fucking insane. That card is really really good. And yeah. the more I play it, the, that's just one of those cards that the more I play it, the better it gets. Yeah, I'm playing, and this is <clears throat> strictly for fun. I'm currently uh -huh. playing a. It's a three-color Final Fantasy fourteen deck. When I say Final Fantasy fourteen deck, this bad boy is probably like ten cards off of being a title list. Like, Ooh, love that. like there's like a Shantoto and uh, Gabranth because he searches for all the. But you're playing. I'm playing like uh, Nail, Gaius, Livia. Um, mm -hmm. We've got Rattan. you know Rattan. We've got Nero, and then we've got Astinian. You know it. We've got Earth cards in there. So we've got Sid Garland, who can just get you like fucking every goddamn card in the in the whole deck. And mm -hmm. when everybody comes into play, um, they deal three k to something if guys is out. And like you, uh, we're playing Yugiri, we're playing Ooh, uh, just like two Hien and two Gosetsu because Yugiri is great, and the other guys like okay, but whatever. They'll, it's a fire backup that searches me a lightning card. Like, um, and this deck only works because Nail is so crazy in an aggro list that you like you build up to two backups so that you can play the nail and then after that i will literally like play a backup to search for a card and then just crack the backup to kill something oh, yeah. like nail just lets me go so aggressive all at once and they have to have something like right then and there go and the deck mm -hmm. is it's i mean it wins sometimes because blind aggression will always win sometimes uh, it's, it's not anything I would ever play at a, like a tournament, but I just built it for fun because I'm like, all right, let me play all these six drop like high roll fourteen cards together and see how it works. And, and it's kind of crazy if you can afford to do even just two of those guys a turn. Magic Tech Missile exactly. is also insane. Rattan is Rattan's a crazy card. Well, and I'm glad, I'm glad you're saying this right because this is kind of where I wanted to wrap up the main topic with. You know, we, we know what, what good decks are still going to be good. Like I said, I think Ice, Fire Ice, Wind, and Earth Ice, and probably Mono Water. Like, I, I put that one in there. Like, these decks aren't going anywhere. These decks are still going to be good. I even said Wind Water is still going to be fine because you're just replacing it with the 2CP Riku, which I think unlocks a lot of different lines of play. 
So, because yeah. you're, you're activating, because Riku says what, activate all of your forwards, the EX one? Yeah, it's activate all of your forwards, yeah. Yeah, so I think that unlocks some different lines of play here. So I think that deck is still going to be fine. But yeah. I do also think it goes back to the Crystal Chronicles engine. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think you're just like, okay, well, if I'm going to be searching for backups and it's not going to be this crazy busted one, I'll just search for the backups to search for backups. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that at all. But also, too, like, I think now people can experiment more because they don't have to look at a deck when they're playing and say, wow, this is fun. This deck has reach. Oh, but I'm going to lose because I'm drawing cards or I'm going to lose because I can't kill them fast enough. And I, I think and I think cards with like our decks with like red cards, oddly enough, because I, I think, um, you know, if you, there are some good fire lists out there. Obviously, Nick Chanel plays a good one. Uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, Gen Con, one of the, the hobby Japan guys. I'm sorry. I, I cannot remember his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. But uh, he Marita, was playing a mono fire list. Yes, yeah. yes. He was playing a mono fire list that was really, really good, and it was using Rattan, Gaius, mm -hmm. Bergen, Lawn, like all these really like powerful mid range fire cards. Yeah, and they they could just kind of set up and dig it, dig their heels in, and play you know play a a decent game. And I can't wait to see people kind of dig into these cards that otherwise were like, oh, it's it's just going to lose. There's the game has just been just just opened up so just exponentially now and that's exciting like we're getting we're popping right on into some exciting times finishing off opus nine here and i just i really can't wait to see like how it shifts yeah i mean because when you talk about like dual color decks there's only what like two of them running around right now pretty much it, yeah. it, it's really just fire <clears throat> ace and wind water yeah right and everybody else is in there kind of hiding in their shell right now as these mono decks are just doing their thing. And we know that the whole thing with a lot of the dual color decks is they're complicated. Mm -hmm. right? They usually take some time to build and do the thing they want to do. And mm -hmm. uh, the, everybody is always on the same clock, but Riku says that you're on a worse clock than your opponent now. Yours is shorter. You have less time. Yep. And that sucks. And I think just putting everybody back on the same clock lets people kind of like plan how to use that resource better. So. Yeah, I agree. So if there's there's a deck you're excited to kind of tinker around with, um, now that not one after Riku's gone, something that you know maybe you wanted to play before but couldn't, in a, in a competitive scene, what do you what is that? John, talk dig dig in the lab. Let's go let's go right on back into that fruit by the foot lab, dude. What, you, what have we got going on? I am all about Earth, <laughs> Water, Final Fantasy Four. Mm -hmm. That deck just is it sets up a really insane board. It's really fun. Uh, and I love my mono water, you know, my mono water is always a little different than, than the traditional one, but it's also just like, it, you got to get to like a late game where you can't get milled out and Riku's really tough. Um, yeah. so I, I really just, you know, blue water is my favorite element and, uh, I'm only playing it because it helps wind right now. So mm -hmm. looking into getting to play a little more of that. How about yourself? Man. Okay. So there's a couple things I want to play. Um, one of them, I, I really want to rebuild like Mono Earth, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Ooh, um, the boys, some of the, the deck, good, yeah, the boys. <laughs> but using some of the cards that I think are just really good tech choices for right now, like I think Guy. If you're if you're going to mm -hmm. be playing yellow cards now, it's because of Ice running around. I think Guy is going to be absolutely massive. Yeah, guy uh, Butcher, Mother's CPA. Milk, <clears throat> all the boys, all the boys, That's Frenchie, right. Fr Frenchie, the whole yeah, gang, all the boys. But yeah. I definitely think that um, you know you start seeing five CP Yang come out. Cause I think earth can do kind of what ice was doing and play these kind of toolboxy heavy drops like Cecil, Asmodai, Ignis, Yang, uh, Arden. You had, um, you could even go, you know, we, we joke about mono earth, Astinian, but there's no, re there's no reason why you couldn't, if you're running the two CP backup. It's just, not I, a I, joke. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Because he's searchable. He's searchable in the deck. If you run like one Mog Mobius or what the hell ever. Yeah. Um. So, you know, something like that. Um, because I I just think you know having having two bodies, especially just specifically Yang and Guy having bodies that you just can't dull. Like now now Ice has to get around them in a very honest way. And then you you know if they try to Diabolos in a wind deck, it's like well here's Mist Dragon, cancel that. Here's um you know uh, Titan or Cockatrice if they try to you know ping damage them out, you know something. And then you still got to deal with all the things that Earth has, the more mid-rangey things like knock this on a six point of damage will now be a thing again. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, so. like there's no, oh, I get, you know, to this mid to late game and stall out and take advantage of being in this, like, yeah. late game situation because when water's like, oh, you're at six damage, I milled you five extra points? Cool. <laughs> like, you know, exactly. great, I'm going to keep milling you. Yeah, it's just exactly. so... Exactly. It's been yeah, very so, frustrating so, so. for those types of decks as somebody who loves those decks. Absolutely. And I, 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 love, those, I love those decks, I love those cards, and I, I want to be able to play that again, but I also... I want to play a deck with Lon in it again. And I know whether Riku's around or not, that's it's it's not as much of a pipe dream as it used to be because I do like all these other cards, these Gaiuses, these Rattans, these Bergens. Like I like that style of fire list and using a card like Ifrita just to kind of cleave and then let Lon, you know, kind of kill whatever he wants. And yeah, like there, there's a lot of neat things I want to try. Yeah. Um specifically in those two colors, but you know, I'm I'm always going to have that thing on my hip. Overliable is going to stay on my hip pretty much until they give me a reason not to play it anymore. Yeah, I agree. It's um, it's probably something I'm looking at right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I I just I think now now we can look at decks again, and it it just unlocks so many things. And I think even now you can play the Fire Ice or Ice Lightning Final Fantasy VIII deck and not have to worry about being super hyper aggressive with it. Because now you can find ways to give it some more reach and just, you know, kind of keep the game going a little bit longer and play for that explosive turn where you put them on, like, from two to seven, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's going to so open it def- up, that's for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think there is a lot to look forward to. And, um, you know, it, I'm just curious to see now. I mean, obviously, we've got another month, le- about a month, because it's not till September 13th, where we're going to see people probably still playing Riku especially if they want to qualify or if they're trying to do certain things. I mean, I, the, the deck's still good. The card's still good. But I guess I guess what I'm worried about for this last month is are we going to sit there and see what we've been seeing? We're literally going to see Mono Ice versus Wind Water at any major event, or we're going to see, you know, I think we're just going to see like three or four decks for a while. And that's kind of disheartening. But I also think that people are also like, well, I might as well start learning now. Might as well start getting ready for Arizona now and just see what I can do without these, you know, without these cards or without this environment. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm stuck in between the two. I have two LQs this weekend, but I also mm-hmm. really should be testing for Arizona every day. So it's just like, uh, <laughs> can mm-hmm. you, hey, can you please not play Riku against me today? Thanks. Uh, but now today I need exactly. you to play Riku. So I hope you have like 20 def, you know, decks ready. And people don't want to think that way yet. Like, at least near me. People are like, no, I'm just going to play the Riku for another month. I'm like, that's fine. I can't blame exactly. me for that. Yeah. You want to win, you want to win. Well, who knows? You know, and, you know, maybe we could, uh, you know, on the Wednesday, the Wednesday night event, which I will 100% be there this Wednesday. I've heard I, that sorry, before. Sorry, I couldn't make it last no, it's okay. week. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, last week, d- domestic life kicked in. But 100% this Wednesday, I will be there in the booth calling the shots with you, Don Schreiber. That's the detective, right. Ace Detectives will be on the case. This so. is uh, the last event for this season, and then we're going to have our yeah, off you, week. You know i got to be there for the finale. Yeah, we're going to have our off week, and then uh, and then we're going right into season two. Man, it's so been my crazy. question is, what would I present to you for season two? Did you want to start season two with Riku Ban in effect? Um, We just may. We just may, because it's going to be after all the LQs, really. Right. And... um. And then it does help people get an idea for Arizona. So, right. That's uh, so just just you know just throw throwing that out there. Just you know if yeah. you don't like it, toss it right back. Just putting putting the line. No, that's all right. I, I kind of like it. Bites. Uh, let us know, yeah. guys. So we're gonna actually um have next week on the cast. I'm gonna spend a little bit of time talking about um just kind of like a retrospective of how the mm-hmm. whole thing went. Um. Sure. We should really just, you know, talk. We we've done three months of this thing, you know. Break yeah. it down. What we liked. Hear from you guys. What you liked. What you didn't like. Uh, talk about some mm-hmm. changes that we're thinking about. Let you guys know what mm-hmm. season two is going to be like. So it's going to be a whole lot of information on next week's cast about that. So exactly. Stay so tuned. Take notes. Bring your pens. Bring your pencils. But uh, other than that, John, I've got nothing. This this is a really good cast. You know, a lot of lot of competitive talk. Um, I'm just I'm really excited to see how Opus 9 finishes up, especially when, you know, just to kind of bring it back around, my last parting thought, you know, I haven't done this in a while, but you know how typically when a new set comes out, people typically gravitate towards mono colors, and mm-hmm. I think we're kind of seeing what now is like the true beginning of Opus 9, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, we had to get past the, you know, this is just the intro. 
Yeah. You know, we're not even close the, to the climax. The, the paralogue. Yeah, we had to exactly. get past the paralogue mission. Exactly. We just had the. They're like still. We're we're still going to a tournament, and like a pop up is like, this is how you use a battalion. That's like right. this is how to That's replenish right. your your stuff in the armory, and you're like, man, I'm not even playing the real game until chapter like 18 when I finally right. have access well, to literally everything and can just pop off. So uh, here we are. We're popping off. We're popping off. And speaking of popping off, I'm gonna pop off the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Pop yeah. right off. And We're pop gonna pop right, right, right off on the fire emblem. I sure. Yeah. yeah. Da, 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 da. Get that ready. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Well, as always, thanks for listening. And uh, you know, give us your thoughts uh, when we post up on you know on the Facebook pages or you know on SoundCloud. Uh, we haven't posted on YouTube in a while. Our YouTube channel's been actually really quiet lately. You know, we do apologize for that. Um, it's just been a time thing. Um, I've been so busy. I have like three. Three actually close for more like five now, like unfinished videos that I've started that now just aren't relevant anymore. So I need to like go back to the drawing board. I just I just haven't had the time and I know Adam's been busy. Um, John, I know you're busy taking on a lot of the stuff here too. So it's just it's been rough. It's been absolutely rough. So, you know, we apologize for all of our YouTube fans that we haven't had anything. It's been about a month and a half since we've had anything on. Believe us, we're aware of it. We want to make sure we're getting stuff back on there for you. Just just got to make some, make some adjustments so we can have the time. So we appreciate everybody sticking with us and listening to us. Um, but with that being said, now I'm ready to pop off. Now I'm ready to si- uh, sign off. But what I was saying was post your thoughts on the band, any cards you would have liked to have seen band. I know some of you already did when they announced it, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what decks you think are going to, you know, really benefit from this card disappearing. Let us know if you think Windwater suffers majorly because of this, but you know, we just love hearing everybody's thoughts. John, other than that, I want to hear your thoughts. Anything else, or are you ready to pop on the Fire Emblem? That's it for me, man. I'm, I'm popping off and popping on. You're already, like, I already hear the music playing. You're already there. That's right. Cool. Well, all right, guys. See you all next week. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes.